Frank Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here for another fiery, feisty sort of Friday for Torch Report 413. Today we'll be discussing what could possibly go wrong. You know as well as I do that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And right now, AI is rapidly paving the way. Happy Friday, by the way. (laughs) All that said, friends, in the context of all the chaos, let's not lose sight of the fact that life is fundamentally good because all we have to do is eat, sleep, and procreate. All three of those are enjoyable, pleasurable pastimes, which means we are hardwired to enjoy our human experience. But that doesn't mean we won't have to suffer through some insanity as the pendulum swings and we get back on track uh, through this fourth turning. Now, friends, today, the big news is Google is supposedly testing to see if AI is ready to start writing the news. Can you imagine it? AI writing the news. Oh my gosh, you know? Now, plenty of people are making plenty of fuss about all of this, uh, but it really does belie the bigger issue. For those who remain unaware, people in the know have been using artificial intelligence to write highly technical scientific papers that were duping actual scientists at fancy scientific conferences way back in 2005. So do you think Google has the technology to create, uh, you know, some news articles to dupe the average idiot? Probably. If they were using AI to write technical scientific papers back in 2005, I'm guessing they can. You may also recall that we recently discussed how the FBI has been freaking out about the fact that even they can't discern the difference between deep fakes and actual images. And they were facing that issue over five years ago. So friends, again, with that little primer, what do you think? Do you think that Google, you know, probably the most powerful tech company in the entire world, do you think Google just might have some spiffy sort of AI that is capable of writing news articles? Oh my gosh, you know, it seems kind of like a silly question, doesn't it? And nevertheless, it's front page news. They put a screenshot here from the Drudge Report this morning, it's got the AI head. It says, Google AI to write the news. Dun, dun, dun. Friends, uh, please know, if you're listening on a podcast platform, you just have to go to thetorchreport.com, thetorchreport.com. Check out Torch Report 413. You'll see the screenshots and all that jazz. But there was, uh, you know, the fact that they're pushing this news now, that it's like big news. I think that's an indication that what they're really doing is they're just going public with what's been happening behind closed doors for years. That's a pattern I've, I see play out a lot. So I want to get to the implications of AI writing the news momentarily. But first, I want to comment on the second headline there at the Drudge Report this morning. It was a headline about Putin's bizarre memory lapse. Putin, bizarre memory lapse, sparks dementia rumors. And I think that's a juicy one because, you know, while the liberal media would like to convince you that Putin is old and he has dementia, uh, you know, like projecting much, you think, there? Uh, unlike the senile old sock, puppel, sock puppet in the Oval Office, uh, Putin, he's old, he has dementia. Now, the first thought that went through my mind when I saw that headline is, geez, you know, aren't there certain nations that have space-based weapon systems that are capable of mood management and mind control? 
I mean, haven't they had that out for like the last 20 years or something like that? Holy smokes, that's right, that's exactly the fact. You know, that disturbing fact, that revelation, that information comes directly from the congressional record. As noted in Torch Report 402, Meat Eaters Must Rise Up. Uh, That's why I pointed out this passage from House Resolution 2977. At the govinfo.gov website, the space-based weapon systems using radiation, electromagnetic, psychotronic, sonic, laser, and other energies directed at individual persons like Putin or targeted populations like the American public for the purpose of information warfare, mood management, or mind control. Now... Of course, we learned in Torch Report 402 that the Space Preservation Act of 2001 that rolled out October 20, uh, 2011, just uh, October 18, 2011, just after 9-11, they rolled out this little act about these space-based systems. Anyway, it said very clearly the president, sh- the president shall terminate. The president shall remove these space-based weapon systems. And again, that was over 20 years ago. So... Of course, we know now that China didn't get the memo on that one because last week, you know, America's newspaper, the Washington Times, they were reporting on the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party's Nero strike brain weapons that are designed to, quote, disrupt brain function and influence government leaders or entire populations, period, end quote. Now, geez, the CCP Nero strike brain weapon it's designed to disrupt brain function and influence government leaders or even entire populations zoiks that sounds an awful lot like targeting individuals or populations for mood management or mind control as addressed in the uh space preservation act of 2001 you know the similarities friends are remarkable uh as documented in torch report 403 the ccp's weapon can be used to directly attack or control brains directly attack or control brains using microwave or other directed energy weapons in handheld guns or larger weapons firing electromagnetic beams. Uh, Adding, the article went on to add that the danger of China's brain warfare weapons are no longer theoretical. Thus, the use of so-called, quote, brain warfare weapons is no longer theoretical friends that kind of casts putin's bizarre memory lapse in a slightly different light doesn't it and as somebody a uh, friend uh, reached out i put this on the radio show last weekend torch report weekend review sunday's one o'clock uh, at any rate <clears throat> i talked about that somebody said, hey man i think i think uh, biden's been zapped one too many times you know anyway friends given Given all this information about brain zapping has finally hit the mainstream, I'm just not sure if that means we're supposed to take our tinfoil hats off now or whether we should be keeping them on. I just don't know, you know. (laughs) Honestly, somebody could probably make a killing selling some sort of modern stylish tinfoil hats online, you know, with the tagline with something like, it's a Faraday cage for your head. (laughs) Hey. That's my idea, by the way. You know, it's my own unofficially trademarked and probably never patented intellectual property that spontaneously sprouted from the depths of my mysterious soul that they like to deny exists. And, you know, it's just another material manifestation of the seemingly inexhaustible inspiration that courses through my veins and yours each and every day. Oh, please don't steal it. (laughs) Anyway, back on track. Uh, Friends, now this whole thing about AI writing news articles, you know, what? could possibly go wrong 
You know, and that's kind of the default question these days, right? What could possibly go wrong? You know, oftentimes we toss out the question, what could go wrong? It's kind of rhetorical. You know, the, the implication is that we're implying all hell could break loose. The world could collapse into a catastrophic pandemonium, pandelirium, you know, or worse yet, the commies might be taking over the world. That's all potential when we talk about what could go wrong. We've talked about all of those things. And there is a central component threaded throughout all of this impending doom. Now, don't lose sight. The bigger picture, life is still good. Being, you know, grounded, rooted in reality, what's real right now, grounded in gratitude for the fact that we have a breath and a heartbeat. With every breath and heartbeat in us, we can choose to use change. We can muster the strength to resist and re resist we must and all of that. That said, there's a central component to this impending doom, and that is more and more centralized control over our everyday lives. As the global elites continue to gobble up our tax dollars, as they continue to redistribute wealth globally, as they continue to destroy privacy, uh, private property, and personal freedoms on their way to consolidating unprecedented power within an inescapable great socialist surveillance state, all of that said, they lay the framework of global digital governance, and we just sit back and take it. That's what's happening right now. The question is why, you know, why is the general public just sitting back and taking it, going along with it, you know? Well, it's because the stories that are being told, the narrative, right? The stories that are swirling around in the nebulous public psyche, the narrative, the slogans, the phrases, the words that we use, they're changing the language. And these ideas are introduced into the public psyche through the media. And then they spread through the public psyche like a mimetic mental virus. They spread through social contagion. The result then is that more and more people accept the global power grab as if it's necessary to save the planet, keep people safe. It's, it's necessary for the greater good, you know. And therefore, we know that having AI write news articles to uh, <clears throat> misinform the public, that's certainly going to help the globalist agenda. I mean, inform the public? No. What did I say? Misinform? What I really meant is that the AI, now that they're coming out you know, and going mainstream with this, telling everybody that's what's going to happen, then AI is going to write the news. That means the AI is going to mentally condition the public with highly sophisticated propaganda that would make the Nazis green with envy. That's what's going to happen. After all, these intelligent machines are being fed decades of the very best research into psychological operations like mood management, scientific persuasion, mind control, behavioral psychology, etc. Fourth and fifth generation warfare merging right now. But never mind all of that. Friends, we do, in fact, have bigger fish to fry. Let me ask you, what do you think about all these intelligent machines, this weaponized AI? What do you think about weaponized AI being used for the purpose of stopping crime before it even happens? That was out in the news today. The truth is, of course, it's already been happening. We've talked about it. But there was some big news coming out of Japan this week about the Japanese government using AI-driven behavioral detection. And this behavioral detection technology is being used by their national police to get a jump on all the criminals. Of course, they're jumping on the criminals before the criminals have committed their crime. So what could possibly go wrong? But friends, all of that is... It's just a head fake. 
for those who are in the know, actually for those who are new to the crew, you know, I want you to know I first covered this whole predictive policing thing back in Torch Report 216. That's almost 200 reports ago. Torch Report 216 was the threat of AI. And in that report, I documented the fact that this is already happening. It's already operating right here at home. AIpolicing.org. There's a link in that report and all this kind of stuff. But three years ago, as it came to light in Torch Report 216, three years ago, the algorithms could predict your next thought with a shocking degree of accuracy. That's mind-blowing. Now, for even longer than that, for longer than the AI has been able to predict your thoughts, you know, the police have been using AI. They, well, they've been vacuuming up vast amounts of your personal data for pennies. You know, right? It's like... Uh, you know, it's like cheap access to inexhaustible data, right? It's mass surveillance, you know, at, you know, low cost programs. So they take that and then they feed your personal data into these AI algorithms on predictive pro pro policing. And they can go back and they can track your every move, everywhere you've taken your cell phone for years, right? And they can track your every move. They can, they can read your facial expressions. They can scan your social media and they can profile you on that, right? Which of course leads to the obvious question, what could possibly go wrong? I mean, all these MAGA domestic extremist terrorist types, you know, what could possibly go wrong? No doubt, friends, all of this technology, it's only exponentially improved since then. So it's getting better by the day, by the minute, by the second. And, you know, just so that we're perfectly clear on what this AI, what these intelligent machines are actually being programmed to do, please consider this revealing excerpt from yours truly, Torch Report 216, quote, Behavioral psychologists have been studying subliminal priming for decades. Subliminal priming is a powerful tool in the science of systematic persuasion. The science of systematic persuasion uh, is not only enhancing persuasion, but also stimulating emotions and motive that cause behavioral change. So subliminal priming leading to enhanced scientific persuasion and behavioral change. It also stimulates emotion. Uh, think mood management and mind control, right? So for the record, this, this, this can actually happen whether the target audience or individual is paying attention or not. End quote. There's a lot there in Torch Report 216, but subliminal priming, subconscious taming, transforming human consciousness, menticide. Friends, we've covered it all, and yet, while all this predictive policing and weaponized AI is already being used, it's being used for everything from, you know, tracking down fare evasion, meaning people not paying their fare to get on the subway. That's happening using facial recognition in the New York City subways. I mean, and that seems relatively benign, right? But it's also being used, these weaponized AI is being used for the much more disturbing artificially intelligent, autonomous, lethal systems. Now, you know, artificially intelligent, autonomous, lethal systems, these systems are AI, autonomous, lethal systems, are giving rise to the very, very real threat of what some of the think tanks are now calling this uh, AI-driven hyper wars. It can happen so fast because the AI can move so fast and think so fast. And so AI is driving hyper wars with auto autonomous lethal systems all around the world is what they're saying. And, 
You know, I still believe, that said, that the greatest threat of all of this is the global cabal using AI to remove the will to resist. And resist we must, friends. And that's where the AI writing news stories comes back in. Again, it's all about the stories that are floating through the public consciousness. It should go without saying here, you know, that the Google's AI is only going to be driving the trusted news narrative, right? And, you know, this has all been happening for years. If, if you've been with me, you know all of that now. If you'd like to refresh on Google's role, Google specifically, their role in global political censorship, stealing the last election, the algorithmic social interventions, etc., the effort to immunize humanity against misinformation, check out uh, those few reports there, Torchport 232, The Great Manipulation, and 233 and 234, The Big Lie Part 1 and 2. Those reports uncover some really fascinating facts that are highly relevant, highly relevant to the current conversation, but also highly relevant to the upcoming election. You know, uh, one of the things that come out in those reports, actually, you know, not, not the least of which, it's all relevant, but not the least of which is the fact that Republicans and Democrats are working together to tweak the so-called voters' perception of reality. That's in there. That and so much more. And, you know, th- this psychological warfare... Friends, it's off the effing charts. It's unimaginable. And of course, the AI is only adding fuel to the fire. AI is helping humanity adapt to eating less meat in order to make sure we'll all fall in line with the globalist sustainable development goals. Hey, why? You know, AI is being programmed for automated battlefield decision-making systems, you know, AKA robot generals. And, you know, of course, now Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft, all these big tech companies are partnering with the Biden administration to address the uh, tricky issue of AI spreading misinformation. Friends, what could possibly go wrong? The truth is, honestly, we have no way of possibly even knowing. These technologies are so advanced, so complex, so capable, I really doubt we could wrap our heads around the full scope of implication. You know, instead of trying to wrap our heads around all of it, I think it would be wise to consider AI as the great enabler. You know, AI is the great enabler of the globalist agenda. They're the ones controlling this tech, not us. And thus, you know, we should assume that it's accelerating every aspect of their insidious plot 24-7, 365, because the algorithms don't sleep, but they sure as hell can monitor you while you do. Thus, therefore, you know, the gap... In capacity between the evil elites and the average everyday peasant is growing every second. You know, I I don't believe that artificial intelligence is inherently evil, friends. I want to state that for the record. Certainly it can and it will be used for phenomenal good. The issue here is that the evil impulse of global leaders... You know, it's inherent in human instinct. Not everybody's evil. Obviously, I think most people are good, but there are evil people, right? And this evil impulse of the global leaders who are trying to depopulate the planet, you know, that's the issue. As Dr. Robert Malone recently opined, you are the carbon that they're trying to eliminate. And you are the population that they want to control. They've said as much. And now they have these insanely powerful tools to help them pull it off. You know, we've got global digital ID, global digital currency, global digital governance. It's all coming and it's coming in hot and heavy. 
And a matter of fact, friends, uh, just learned today that you can actually sign up for your World ID and get your WorldCoin wallet right now today. Do not wait. You know, uh, you can get the mark of the beast anytime you want. <laughs> anyway, friends, apparently the World ID and all this is it's all the rave in Southern Europe right now, so if you want to be cool like the European liberals, uh, go ahead and sign up for that. Uh, according to those in the, in the know, they say it's coming soon to a city near you, so whether you want it or not, you're going to have your opportunity to choose. Friends, we are constantly assured that AI is being deployed with the best of intentions. But in reality, these intelligent machines are rapidly paving the road to hell. If experience is any indication, I think that we can probably expect that most people are just going to go along with it. They're going to sign up for their world ID and their world coin. It's going to be controlled by the algorithms. They're going to get punished like Nigel Farage, you know, for, for speaking out against the government. No soup for you. I mean, it's going to happen, you know, but most people are just going to go along with it. And of course, that leads the wise to wonder what could possibly go wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. Actually, resist. We must. That is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website and click the heart. Give me some love. Hey, click that heart a whole bunch of times. It gives me lots of love. It boosts me in the algorithms. I don't think the algorithms like me, but that's okay. Friends, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.